Jazz is alive at WMNF. Tune in Sunday evenings at 8 for Colors of Jazz at our new time, featuring new releases from new artists, old favorites, international jazz from Europe, Asia, and Canada, covering everything from big band swing to bop to fusion. We play it all, plus specials celebrating the music of giants like Ellington, Miles Davis, Pat Metheny, Quincy Jones, Chick Corea, even Frank Zappa. We play the music you'll hear no place else on the radio. Check out our interviews with local jazz musicians. Jazz is what America sounds like, and it's yours to listen to come Sunday evening. If you can't catch us live, play it back from the archives. Welcome to the Sunday Forum. This is Annie Miles with Walter Smith and Mobilly. We are the Fourth Estate. We want to say good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mobilly. How we doing? Pretty good. Good morning. Just trying to stay warm. Yes, yes, we are. We had some weather this weekend. A lot of rain and wind and everything, but it feels good. I love the rain. I love the rain and I love the the cool weather, not cold weather. Okay. Yeah. We want to thank you for um, joining us today, this morning at WMNF 88.5 FM. Today we're going to talk about some topics that's just been going on in our community with the local government and everything. And we're just going to call it current news today. That's what that's what we need to discuss because there's a lot that's happening. We got a lot that's been happening with the individuals that tried to disrupt 
you know, the 2020 election. And we see what happened with Giuliani. We're going to touch base on that. We're going to touch base on Moms with Liberty, how she chose not to step down. You know, and just telling everybody how it's affecting us all. I want you guys to call in 813-239-9663 to let us know how this is affecting you, right or wrong, good or bad. Um, Just voice your opinion. Be heard. Again, you may spark something that somebody else did not think of or maybe feel and don't know how to express it. So, again, thanks. Thank you for joining us this morning at the Fourth Estate on a Sunday forum, WMNF 88.5. So, let's start off with Giuliani. What you think about that? Well, it's justice. He's finally getting justice. Yes. The two women, the two black women who he disparaged and put their lives in danger. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, they're getting justice. And we're, I'm going to look up all of the amounts, the punitive amounts mm-hmm. that he's, but one of them was really punitive and is up there in the millions. And even after the judgment, he's still trashing these women. Yes, and that's the part that's really sad. Um, For those of you that don't know, I'm just going to just touch base on it for you. A jury on Friday, on 15th of December, 2023, they ordered Rudy Giuliani to pay $148 million. I'm going to say it again, $148 million in Every dollar is just, okay? Every dollar is just. To the former Georgia, Georgia election workers who said they that she was destroyed, he destroyed their reputation, he lied on them, and, tried, and that they tried to steal the 2020 election from, of course, Donald J. Trump. And we'll touch base on him later as well. Now, let's, let's just think about this for a moment, guys. You have worked your whole life to build a business because one of them, you know, her name is her building, which is her brand, you know? And she worked her whole life to do that. You know, and she used that taking care of her family and things to these facts. And one day she decides she wants to be a part of the community to help the community, you know, and she joined in what we all should do in the voting process, you know, which is our God given right at this point. And in the process of her doing that, her reputation was destroyed. Her business was affected. Her family lives was affected. And this man found no harm in that. He found that he did nothing wrong. He said nothing wrong, even though he knew it was blatant lies that he was stating. One of the things that affected me so much with this is we know government is corrupt. We know this. I mean, there's no you can't prove it. It's a possibility. No, it has been factually proven throughout the years. But my concern is when it comes to the black community, it's always associated with drugs, my Billy. We're always associated with drugs and crime in some form or fashion. This man stated, and correct me if I don't use the exact verbiage, but he said they were doing it like they was passing around crack vials. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me. No, it's, it's red meat for his base. And, it, and they say things just because they know their base is going to react to it. And when it comes to black people, yeah, yeah. if you throw drugs in there, black people, out, his base is going to believe that. Yes. And that's what he was trying to do, and they constantly do that. And, and, and it's so sad. At what point do we get to it and we say enough? I mean, just enough. Um, it's, it's this weekend I was watching, just browsing through as I was home, trying to relax, looking at um, Netflix. And I went across an old um, series that came on called You People, right? <laughs> and it's supposed to be a comedy. It's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> and the, the comedy of it, you know, it was a Jewish family, joining a black family or vice versa, however you want to put it. But the way the comments and the way the writers wrote it, it was just like, why is it always associated that, okay, let's be, you know, we got to be cautious when we talk about the black people. We got to be cautious when we're doing this and that. And okay, how about just being, being human? Okay. Just being human. Speak to me with respect. Yes. Speak to me with respect. Why do you have to single me out as being a black woman as opposed to just being a woman? You know, and that that's what that's what that um show showed me. I'm saying to myself, we're still doing it. Yeah. We're still doing it. I mean, no matter what has gone on, history after history is always defined by us being black before of us before us being human. Right. You know, and, and, and that's a problem. That is a problem, guys. And if you don't see it, wake up because it's still there. It's happening to you. When you hear people say, Oh well, I'm not prejudiced, I have black friends. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like, could you say that again? You're not prejudiced because you have black friends. What does that even mean? Right. You know, are you not prejudiced because you have Puerto Rican friends? Are you not right. prejudiced because you have Jewish friends? I don't understand. And this is part of our society. This is part of things that we have that's wrong with us. So, 
I want to spark a conversation. Call in. Let us know what you think about some of these things we're going to be discussing today. Again, we're going over just local topics, um, things that's happening in our today world, in our today society. And let me know what you're thinking. And please call her. If we got one like we got last week, if you're calling saying something that we don't like, Believe me, we appreciate you calling in, but we are going to let you know if you're right or wrong. So give us a call in 813-239-9663. Okay, now let's touch base on our friend Donald J. Trump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about this trial that's going on so far? Which one? Exactly. I mean, exactly. The idea is that, you know, this the courts seem to be trying, because they've stacked the courts with mm-hmm. right-wing judges, they're, some of these judges are trying to help him. You know, they're trying to push it back to close to the election so that he can claim election interference, which he's doing already. And so he can claim that he's got immunity because a president is above the law and don't have to face charges because they were acting as president. And the question has been, is he was he acting as president or as a candidate? <laughs> and so, you know, you have people who are in place, who are judges, who are going to do what they can to shield him. Yes. And that's, you know, something that we have to we have to be mindful of. And when we go to the polls, be mindful of the judges you're voting for. Yes. Yes, local local voting is very important, guys. Those that you put in office in your districts, you know, they, they affect what's going on as well because they're right. They're all, to me, they're in cohort with one another, you know, so be, right. very, be, be very mindful of that. And, you know, one of the most egregious things that has happened was Colorado was one state that was in court trying to keep him off the ballot <laughs> in Colorado. And one judge, uh, because of, you know, he supported... He, he started the insurrection or helped to fuel the insurrection, and he did all these other things, including with Giuliani, to try to overturn the 2020 election, sending fake electors. So people were wondering, can an insurrectionist even run for office? And so Colorado was trying to answer that question, and the judge, who I think was a right-wing judge, decided to bastardized the whole question, saying that the founders, the framers of the Constitution never intended for the insurrection law to be applied against the president. Wow, I love that. (laughs) Let's be clear with those words, never intended. (laughs) Right. Wow. So Uh you got it to their minds. And, And plus, just the fact of the matter is women should be concerned, not just with the way they're being treated, but, you know, we have this... Uh, change in the abortion law and that's all about criminalization. Yes. It's all part of the old black codes. You know, anytime there was a historically that we have made an attempt to undo white power, in it's responded form. with mm-hmm. black codes. They yes. say we're going to criminalize everything you do in your everyday lives. And that's continuing to happen. There's a black woman in Ohio who's been criminally charged after she had a miscarriage. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, a black woman. And, and, you know, of course, we've heard of the white woman in Texas who felt like she had uh, she had to save her own life by Mm -hmm. getting an abortion. And ultimately, some white man and, you know, a prosecutor in Texas decided he's going to prosecute her and the doctor if she go through with the abortion. So she had to leave the state. Yeah. And get that aboard, which is a, a problem uh, for a lot of women right now. But if you're a black woman, you can't just up and travel like that a lot of the times. You, you know, I, I, I want to say to all the women that's out there, okay, if you don't know that this is an issue, it doesn't matter to me whether you're a Republican or Democrat, okay, you should have the right to do what you choose to do with your body. Exactly. You know, and that's the fundamental fact that we're facing here that's being stripped away. I mean, literally stripped away that they can take your freedom for making a choice on what you do with your own body. Right. I mean, that's crazy if you don't understand how this per, these individuals need to be stopped. These laws that they're saying it's okay for them to do, that they sit up in this, and I'm not going to say ivory tower, but just sit up on this so-called throne and say, I can make a decision on your life, on what you choose to do with it, regardless of how you feel. And then take your freedom as well. It doesn't matter if you're right. white, black. It's just a woman's right, period. So... Please know how important it is to vote when we have when it when it's come when it's time. It is so important. And and, and touching base on that, which I found um <laughs> really, really, really ironic on with Donald J. Trump, and we'll get back to the women's rights. Uh, Melania, she was at a 
Um, I think they they had a thing with people, immigrants. She was at an immigrants event mm-hmm. where they was welcoming them to America. They were becoming citizens, okay? And I love this because, and again, if you're going to call in, what I'm stating to you is what I'm reading that's facts. It's not something I'm just bringing out. So they made an issue. It was um, the author name is Chris Michael. He stated, so Trump tells the rally immigrant, says that rally Immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is talk. an immigrant, sir. Okay. Your yeah. wife is an immigrant. Right. And I'm like, wow, this man is saying this. And she was literally just at an event, you know, welcoming immigrants into the country. Right. They and don't, this is what you stand up and say. They don't seem to, to, to care about the contradictions. And I'm like, it, it, it's amazing to me. And I, I, as, I, as I watched it, I'm saying to myself, this man is standing up. And, and, and again, your husband is for this abortion thing as well. And you have wives. These men have wives. Okay? And yeah. you're literally stripping your own wives of their rights. And you think it's okay. And no one is standing up saying that fundamental fact is wrong. And then those of us that are standing up saying it's wrong, you want to say we're not pro-life. We are pro-life, but we're pro-choice. Right. But their wives are, whether they agree with the issue or not, are always immune because they can travel. They can get up and go and do what they want. And, you know, it's the poor people, it's the middle class and working class people that's going to have to struggle and be behind these type of laws. That's true because, I mean, you're right. Some some communities, the black community, you know, black and brown community, what have you, um, just so those of those are not privileged to have the money, as you say, to just pick up and go to another state to have this procedure done if it needs to be done. And those that want to say, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't do this. You, you can't tell me who to sleep with. You can't tell me how to sleep. You can't tell me what to use. Understand something. It's just called a human right. It's a choice. It's my body. It is my body. I cannot tell you what to do with yours. What right do you have to tell me to do with mine? That's the part we're discussing here. You know, so again, call in if you have any opinions on regards to that, 813-239-9663. And we're going to touch on one more thing, Mabili, because I, I have to touch on this. The the mother for, well, uh, mother for liberty, moms for liberty, yeah. what have you. <laughs> yeah. So they brought her situation, you know, to the table, and they could not automatically dismiss her. And with everything that's going on, even with her husband being charged with this, you know, rape charge, what have you, with the woman that she also participated with her sexual activities, she said, no, I'm not stepping down. She said, no, she's not stepping down. But let's be clear. You are moms for liberty. (laughs) You are for teaching your children, you know, the right type of way that you feel they should be living, you know, and sad part is you actually teaching, you know, our children at tune. And this is the life you're living and you don't even want to acknowledge you're wrong. You don't want to even want to acknowledge you and your husband's errors. You don't want to acknowledge the hit, the hypocrisy of the whole that, thing, that of part. the whole <laughs> thing. And you stand, and you stand there. She was smiling. Yeah. She was smiling. She was like, smug, I can't smirking. believe that this is happening. How dare you? <laughs> right. How, dare. How dare you, ma'am? <laughs> How dare you? Right. You're all in other people's lives, and you tell yes. other people what even pronouns they can use in schools. And you're trying to really criminalize almost all activity, you know, that you say is sexual, you know, all the books you're trying to disband that you say is sexual, and yet you are now the the subject of all the conversation. Of the whole thing. But um, (laughs) was it Malcolm said, um, coming home to roost? Yeah, the chicken's (laughs) coming home to roost. Chicken's coming home to roost. So I want want you guys to take a minute and think about something, because it does. It does come back to a 360 degrees. Um, All these topics that's going on right now, just think about it, Billy. Okay, it went on back then as well. That's part of our history as well. You know, when they did the banning books and all th- things that affect when these individuals. And see, I, I try to reflect so much to just focus on the fact that it's white, white Caucasian. It's the majority Caucasian individuals that come up with these ideas that affects, you know, our low-income community, our disparaged communities. And you guys don't get it. Right. It's the black code. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you it's don't like, get it. It, 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 it constantly, it's, it's like a big old 360 circle. And it's happening all over again. And the part that is amazing, you find the smallest, the smallest reason. Right. The smallest reasons to try to make these things happen. You know, and, and the part I don't get as well. No one stands up. We talk about it, but we do nothing about it. We have these these conversations. We'll have these marches, you know. But then at the end of the day, 
you vote these individuals right back in freaking mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. And if you don't vote again, you're still putting them there because you're not letting your voice be heard. That's the part no one is understanding. I don't care if it's black, brown, red, purple, green. Get out, open your mouth, and let your voice be heard. Voting is important. It can make a difference, even though you will have individuals. And I've gotten emails about this um, lately as well. I don't know how they got my email, but they did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, you stand. One person told me. It's my choice to vote for who I want to vote for. And if I don't want to vote, you're absolutely right. Again, you're absolutely But guess what? By you not doing it, then you are making a decision to let these things continue happening. By you not believing that it affects you, guess what it does? It does affect you because it affects all of us. You're putting these individuals, again, in a position to say, I get the, I have the right to tell you what to do with your life, how you're going to live, what you can and cannot do. And that's crazy to me. And criminalize you in and the process. And criminalize you in the process. Well, I think we're also looking at an anniversary of the, the 13th Amendment, the passing of the 13th Amendment mm-hmm. to the Constitution. And the white right wing wants to focus on the 13th Amendment because it has this codicil that slavery is abolished except in the commission of a crime. That's so the, the southern states were raring to come back into the Union once they found out they can continue a form of slavery through the prison industry and make money off of those who are enslaved and uh, in Alabama right now, there is a class action lawsuit uh, by prison in, uh, inmates uh, saying that the modern day uh, prison system exists as modern day slavery, mm. not just in Alabama, but in other states as well. And there are things that they do while you're behind bars to further criminalize you. Uh, there's a, this idea of working people for almost slave wages inside the prisons and you condemn them if they have a fight or whatever inside the prisons to working for basically nothing inside the prison as a punishment. Mm -hmm. And so there in Florida, there's a rule that I didn't even know about until recently that if you call for a work stoppage inside one of Florida's prisons, Mm -hmm. you could be criminally charged even further. Really? Yeah. So, you know, we're going to keep an eye on what's happening with this lawsuit. There's a class action lawsuit of incarcerated people who are forced to work in dangerous and life-threatening conditions, risking injury or death. And they're filing this lawsuit saying this is nothing more than a form of modern-day slavery. Slave labor. Slave labor. And that's here in Florida? But the lawsuit is in Alabama, okay. but it's happening. The The whole work stoppage rule is in Florida. Hmm. Um, I want somebody to understand with the constitutional constitution, excuse me, the most three powerful words as it begins. It says we the people. We the people. Do you understand? That's us. That's us. We the people. We should have a say on what's going on, but we don't. We don't. They literally are doing all this and we are allowing it to be done because we're afraid to stand up. I applaud those individuals in Alabama for that class action. I applaud them for standing up saying no, enough is enough because that's what it boils down to. And for those that are in prison, they are basically forced to work, you know, for literally like I think it's like 12 cents or 25 cents a day. Yeah, measly amount. It's crazy, you know. And I know some people may say, well, you know, that sometimes you don't have families giving you money. That's the only way we can make money. But it's still another form of labor, of um, slavery. It truly is. Right. Well, people are calling 813-239-9663. This is a Sunday forum with Anna Miles sitting in right now. And, uh. We're going to go right away go to, the call. to the telephone lines. Let's go. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. You say what? I say you guys are great. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Thank you. I'll be Thank waiting you. for this moment. Yes, sir. You'll be right on the point. I don't care who you bring to the table. They know what they're doing and they're talking about. Thank you. We appreciate Maybe. that. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm your back. You know, as I George tend to say, I can't have your front, but I can have your back. Hey, all day so long. You have your front, I got your back. See? But listen, let me explain something so we don't be on a, a, a misnomer. This is a strategic and done intentionally on purpose. Yes. To uh, 
place us in positions that we can never overcome, period. No matter it be economical, uh, political, etc. Just look at the people they threw in prison, like Mabumba, I can't say his name right. But you remember he was a he was a he was a media, and they threw him in in prison, and he'd been in there, and the charges was trumped up, and they never cleared the charges correctly. You have his name, Mabili, so we can know the right person he's speaking of. You know what I'm talking about? He he he's been in prison, and and they say his brother had actually killed the cop. Oh, you talking about Abu Jamal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, many, in Philadelphia. Man, my brain is like, yeah, I mean, but it, to me, it's just so many of our people. Just, it's mind-staggering. Not even to say that, and I, I just want to say this here about it. They do it on purpose because somebody is benefiting, you know, like yes. you just mentioned the prison. We're not really for uh, slavery. The, the people that's holding us down, they're holding it down for their economic empowerment. They're holding us down so they can have a job saying they're doing something. They're not doing a damn thing. That's just something they created. It's a social construct, as they call it. So they even the drug thing, they brought all the drugs in there. They know about Oliver North. They knew who, he was bringing them in with the Contras. They know it was a CIA thing, and they brought them in, dumped them in the community there. i like, oh, the black people are doing this. The black people, the black people. So it's not we the people, me the people. Hmm. Me is the people. See, because... You can't see nobody else. Everybody else coming in this country, you put them over. Look how they just used a good example of that. They used the Asians to say that we had an unfair advantage getting into colleges. Well, the Asians wasn't blocked from learning or reading right. or held in captivity for 400 years. So the Asians don't have a damn thing to complain about against African-American people. They don't have a damn leg to stand on. That was used by Caucasian people back in the Asians so that they could get what they want, which is to get us out of their damn schools which is the mm-hmm. same reason I said close them down from the beginning because they did it to the public schools. They got their children in private schools, which get all the good jobs, get all the good colleges, et cetera, et cetera, just keep going. You go to public school, you get to go to junior college, JCC. You get to work at Burger King or McDonald's as a manager, okay? See, stuff mm-hmm. like that, man. They just uh, co- uh, coded us out of everything. Like Mobile says, it's worse than a black code. It's like a black plague in this country. Ooh. And they don't want to <laughs> acknowledge it. Like you say, they'll say, Oh, I'm not that. I have a black friend. Well, I have a black boyfriend. <laughs> I have a black girlfriend. I have a black wife. I have a black girl. But I don't care about none of that. That's right. I don't care about none of that. If you stand by Ida and let him sit on a man's neck and he ain't crying for his mama and you don't bust that in his head for doing that, something wrong with you. I'm serious. An innocent person, you sit there and let him slaughter and they sit around, oh, you know, he's doing his job. They'll just make up any damn lame excuse to do violence, to do you wrong. And to act like they are right. I, I, I have a problem with that right there. We all should have a problem with that. We all should have a problem with that. The individuals that stood by and videotaped it should have a problem with that. And I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, Carla. Yeah, there's, there's, there's too many of us to sit by and let them uh, carry on like they carry on. And, and we're we going to stay in the same position forever ever on this little wheel spinning bicycle. <laughs> See, that, that can't continue. And we, we're not supposed to let that continue. They built those prisons for us. 90% of the 13% is in a prison. And the ones who out here are trapped as well. You buy all their products, they bad products, all these expensive products that you, okay, this is a new trap. You buy the car, you got to pay for the high insurance. You buy the house, you got to pay for the exorbitant amounts of insurance and et cetera. And they come in with these guys, these good old guys that come and want to help all of us and set down plans and flow plans for us, and we just getting trapped out. We're getting trapped out of our own lives. And nobody don't want to see it. All they see is, oh, I'm doing good. Look at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, listen, I, I I don't have an issue with how you dress, what you drive, what you, I, that doesn't bother me. But when you see people living on the street, like I saw a woman yesterday, and I, I told Molly, I said, look at that woman right there. I said, that's a woman. She limping. I said, her face looked battered and bruised. It wasn't a black woman. I said, that's a damn shame. I said, she had a life just like we did. I said, something happened where her and her old man flipped out or they got him, and now she's walking down the street trying to find a life. Hmm. Understand me? I see this. This is not uh, my imagination. Then you got people that actually will run those people. I saw this, too. They will run them right to slam like they ain't nothing. What's wrong here? Dehumanizing. You you know what, Carla? Let let me tell you something. The the reason I'm I'm listening to you, I want you, I wanted you to continue to go on, is because I hear the passion. 
you can hear the passion and the anger in his voice. And we need to have that. We need to have that because that's what sparks a change in some form of fashion. And it's sad. And I want to touch base on a couple of things that you stated um, with the colleges and um, the affirmative action and them taking that away. The part that was amazing to me, those individuals that had money, that paid for them, their children, you know, to take the to take those scores, to take the um, tests, for them to get into those um, white colleges, whatever you may have you. The um, the one that did turn herself in, she came on TV the other day, and I don't recall her name of Billy, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, the actresses. The, yeah. She came on, and she said, oh, yeah, I apologize, but I just wanted the best for my daughter. She was already living the best life. What are you talking about? <laughs> what she are you wanted, talking about? <laughs> she wanted a privilege yeah. for her daughter. I'm saying to myself, you did it because you wanted the best for her. She was already living the best life. You know, and, and it's amazing to me that you guys think, I mean, that when them taking away affirmative action or all this kind of thing. Race conscious, because this is what has to happen next. Legacy affirmative yes. action. That's what they're engaging in. And I'm like, no, nobody's, nobody's saying anything. Everybody acting like they feel sorry for her. I don't feel sorry for you, ma'am, at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. Okay, guess what? We all want the best for our children. Exactly. We all want the best for our children, but there's, there's something called morals, okay? Morals and respect, and you, you follow that. But again, white privilege feel they don't have to. And then when they're caught on it, oh my God, how dare you? How dare you accuse me of doing this? Yeah. I only did it because I wanted the best for my children. Well, who doesn't? I'm going to say it this way. Who the hell don't? Okay? Right. They want the best for their children. So, Carla, thank you so much for calling in and share, sharing your thoughts. Hey, and could, I leave you, could I leave you with one other thing that y'all probably need to hit on? That it's a, a smoke screen over here. All that black coat Mobile talking about. Sure. They're running that on us while they're in the Congo stealing all the stuff to make electric cars, plasma TVs, and telephones. And I heard that. I was intending to tell you guys about that a week ago because... I heard it from Muda Baruka, and they're keeping it a secret. The U.S. is in there, the U.K. is in there, and all these other people, they're killing babies. Mm. He said it's worse than uh, Israel, and it's worse than the Ukraine. That, that's why they're showing us those wars, so we'll be apathetic with that. Meanwhile, they're in the Congo destroying black people and mm. taking their products and taking their... Every, just taking them, man, like they do over here, the same thing, same exact thing. That's why I'm upset, because of that. I understand it's not... Uh, local, it's global, they're doing this stuff to us. Remember what I told you? It, it, it affects us all. No matter where it's going on, it still affects all of us. So that, that means, that's, that's yeah, it still affects all of us. Either which, any which way you look at it, because somewhere down the line, it's going to affect us. Trust me. If it's going on there, it's going to affect us. Once it gets to where it needs to be, once it, it comes to the head, it's going to affect us as well. Okay. Pressure bus pipes, believe me. So, thank you very much for letting us know that call. I appreciate it. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. My belly, the other thing I want to touch base on um, as he was talking, it, it's amazing to me. Like he said, it's, it's good that we have the conversations that we're having, you know. Yeah. But like you said, some people, they're, they're sitting around saying, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just black, black and they're angry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not just a mad, angry woman, black woman. We're just black and angry, period. Well, um, kind of got a right to be. Right. <laughs> kind of got a right to be angry. But what, what we're discussing today is just not a black issue. Again, it's a human rights issue. But what do you call the right wing right now who is embracing violence by any means necessary and keeping their leaders above the law? You know, what do you call that? Is that anger? Are they angry? Mm -hmm. And what do they have to be angry about? Except progress. (laughs) They're misunderstood. (laughs) I understand them fine. You know, they're embracing a sort of dictatorship. Anybody who says it at this point, they support the 45th president to become the 47th president after he said he would be dictator on day one? You know, just day one. Just when has a dictator one. ever told the truth about something like that? About when has a dictator ever just gave up power? You know, and if you let him back in, he's not going to leave until he die. And That part. And people need to be, anybody who says they support that junk now, you know, is laughable. I just laugh at them. I'm looking at um, some information about the Constitution and the amendments, okay? So it says it was ratified December 15th, 1791. Right. Okay? I, I want us to just think about it for a minute, okay? 1791. We know things change, you know? Again, it's, it's called growth. It's called growth. So when they when they try to say, as my Billy said earlier, it wasn't intended, you know, for certain things to happen— Okay, I get it because, again, things change. 
Things change. But it's supposed to change for the better. It's not, to, it's not supposed to go in reverse. You know, that, that's the problem we have here. So that, that logic that he wanted to use, it was intended, but you're in reverse right now. That's what's at the table mm-hmm. here. You're trying to turn back time. They're going backwards. Yeah. And again, you want to know why? Because what does that red hat says? What does it say? <laughs> Let's make America great again. Great again for who? Right. Who are you trying to make it great again for? Because slavery wasn't great. I don't know anyone that wants to say slavery was great other than those that, you know, was fed off of it. Other than those that, that made money, millions and millions and billions of dollars off of the backs of slaves. Okay, that's what it was great for? And that's what you guys want to vote for again? What mm. does that mean, let's make America great again? Tell me, what does it mean? Because it cannot possibly mean take away a woman's right again to what she wants to do with her body. It cannot possibly mean, like the gentleman said that previous caller, that you can sit around and watch someone take someone's life because they wear a badge. What does make America great again mean? And who are you trying to make it great again for? Because I promise you, you're not doing it for the people. You're not doing it for the people that's actually out here working, you know, just trying to live, trying to live and give their family a legacy, a legacy filled with, with love, respect, you know, the human rights for one another. What does that mean? Let's make America great again. Right. Okay. I, I don't understand that. And if, if, you have, if we have a caller that you want to elaborate on that, give us a call. 813-239-9663. But please know when you call in and you want to tell me, oh, this is what make America great again means. I'm going to ask you to clarify exactly what that means. What, what, what era are we trying to make it great again for? Tell me. Because for me, making America great means moving forward. It does not mean moving back. It does not mean going back. Get me it's cold terminology. It's cold terminology for white people. Make America great again for white people. They think this is a white country. Everybody else here is the other. Everybody else here doesn't belong, isn't truly American. Hmm. So this is their country as far as they see it, which is why they don't mind being as, as, as reprehensible and dehumanizing as possible when they're talking about any of us, when they're talking about us being in jail, yeah. when they're talking about us being in poverty, when they're talking about us being out of work, when they talk about immigrants coming here, they talk about poison in the blood. That was 45's rhetoric just the other day, borrowing from Hitler. <laughs> and, you know, and these people act like they don't hear it or don't remember that that's what they were taught in school, that this is the kind of language that was used by the Nazis to dehumanize the, quote, other you know, we're not the other. We are just as American as you are because my forefathers and brothers and sisters, a lot of them fought in these same wars That's that right. you fought in. You That's know, right. but we're not like this governor here in Florida who wants to remove public officials from office just because they want to get rid of the treasonous Confederate flag. You know, the Confederacy meant our death. It meant our enslavement of my forefathers and foremothers. And it meant separation. It meant inequality. And it meant you didn't have a voice to change it. If you did, you were going to vote our way, Republican Hmm. way, and not for, you know, your own interest. So, I mean, this is where we are today in this country where we are supposed to be the other. We're supposed to be the one that kowtows to their rules because this is a white country. And they were, and ever since Barack Obama was elected president, they've been off the hinges yes. with it. And because <laughs> that gave them the vision that a black man in charge, a black man How telling us what dare. to do. Yes. No. <laughs> and so anything, it's like the first protest I saw here in Tampa after Barack Obama became president was some white people downtown saying they did not want Barack Obama's funding for a new high speed rail system. That mm-hmm. would that because would, he's a black man. Just yeah, he because he's a black man. That mm-hmm. was that that was supposed to be a rail system that was going to cover the highway system, that the interstate system. Everyone, yes, <laughs> everyone, yes. But they don't care. It doesn't comport with the fact that this is a white country and white people are supposed to be in control. That's what the old abortion debate is about. We don't want. Uh, white women getting rid of their 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 babies. You know, we want them to bring those babies into the world so that we can have more white people. I mean, this is their thinking. It's very oh simplistic, my God, but my this belly. is their thinking. <laughs> 
Okay, so I, and I, again, when when you hear me speak about someone, and I don't exactly have the name, and I actually ask your forgiveness on that part. But let me say this: on that one point, there was a gentleman, and he is in office. And I, and I do apologize, but as soon as you said it, because every time I hear that, it, he comes to my mind. This man actually stated, you know, he stated, this this goes to the part of them not um, blocking abortions again. He stated, we need for the um, the immigrants, the black and brown people, to continue having babies because who else is going to take care of us? Who's going to do, you know, those minimal jobs? Right. This man actually said that. Well, actually, that's true. I mean, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, you know, Jesus. nobody wants to be white people's slave all their all their lives. But the fact of the matter is they know that immigrants ha- have saved this economy. Yeah. You know, they yeah. know that. But they don't want to acknowledge it because that would be too humanizing. But what's, what's amazing is these people, they, they stand up and they tell you these things straightforward. And we're just not listening. We're not reading between the lines. They're not doing this because they're pro-life, okay? That's not why they're doing it, because right. they want to be, oh, we want to make sure, you know, you don't have a right to kill the person. No, you want more. So you want these these babies to be born in servitude to you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And we're not listening. We're not paying attention. This man stood up and said it. He, he does not care anything about a black woman's health or, or immigrants' health, anything like that. He, he's not concerned with their child. He wants their child to come into this world to continue to serve them. To be a servant. To be. Yeah. Indentured servant, yes. more likely. Yes, and it's amazing to me that nobody's saying anything. You hear these people say it. They say a lot out loud, out loud. and you know, they don't <laughs> realize what they're acknowledging. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's important to know and listen to what they're saying because, they, you know, there's a lot uh, of ideas and plans they have for us. Yes. Now, I, I want to be clear again, okay, because I know they say, oh, they're always talking about how black people, you know, being wrong, this and that. We're going to go back to the 13th Amendment, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read exactly as it states, okay? And if those of you want to follow, go ahead and pull it up on your own and you can see the same <laughs> thing, okay? So listen, to, listen clearly. It says... Amendment 13 is the Constitution, the first of three Reconstruction Amendments, was ratified December 6, 1865. And listen to this part, okay? It forbids chattel slavery across the United States in every territory under its control, and as my Billy said, except as a criminal punishment. The official text reads as follows. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Now, this is the part I want to point out, another um, verse here that they have here that most people just refuse, they omit. They don't refuse, they just omit it. You feel them by not saying it. It's not factual, but it's factual. Again, black people were considered three-fifths of a human. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's in this Constitution. And and that was intended to empower the slave states. That was not intended to empower us because it's the electoral college mathematics that's going on there. They're (laughs) saying if you count, they wanted their enslaved property to be considered persons. Now, these persons are my property, but I want them to be considered persons so that their personhood increases my power as a slave state. That's mm-hmm. all it was because these three-fifths of a person weren't actually doing any voting of their own. That's it. But they were being counted just like those who are imprisoned, you know, outside of their home county are counted as part of the county they're imprisoned in, not the home county they came from. And that that poss- process continues. And, you know, 45 won by the Electoral College uh, using the Electoral College campaign. He campaigned in those Electoral College states that would help him reach 270 electoral votes first on election night. So that's why I, I urge you all to get out there and vote early. Yes. Vote by mail. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get that count in long before election day. I want you, I want you to know this last part right here for the 13th Amendment. It's, it's called the Fugitive Slave Clause. Okay, located in Article 4, Section 2. It further asserted that a slave who was bound by the laws of their home state remained slaves wherever they went. That's mm-hmm. freaking sad. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Remained slaves wherever they went, even if they fled to a non-slavery state. 
Right. Do you understand what that means? Right. See, they, they told you it was free, but you really wasn't free. No. Okay? <laughs> this is why we always point out these facts. For those of you, it's not playing a victim. Let's be clear. It's not playing a victim. It's stating facts. Okay, our ancestors were victims to these individuals, and now they're still trying to do the same thing to us. Okay, they're still taking our bodies and they're locking us up, and they're trying to lock up your mind, but you have control over that part. It's the state of mind, okay? You have to change your mindset to think or believe that you cannot, should not, and will not because of what you're being told. Pay attention. Wake up. Wake right. up to what's going around you because I promise you, this is what they mean when they say, let's make America great again. It was not great, okay? It was not great then. So please, again, give us a call, 813-239-9663. So when you hear these discussions, read the amendments before you want to just automatically go against it. Understand what we're talking about. All right, so we have a couple of more things that we're going to go over today. Again, we're talking about everything that's going on with us locally. <laughs> Now, tell me something, Billy. I know how you and Walter love talking about our famous DeSantis because y'all love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all love him so much. <laughs> so what do you think about uh, what he's uh, trying he to do now? He loves us. Yeah. <laughs> what do I think about what he's trying to what do now? What he's trying to do now, yes. Uh, he's trying to do a couple of things, like the, the thing I mentioned about trying to put people in jail who were duly, uh, trying to take duly elected officials out of office because he disagrees with them mm-hmm. politically is wrong. That's not what you're supposed to do uh, to your political opponents. You're supposed to run against them. You're supposed to make a, a case against them, but to just turn them out of office when they were duly elected is undemocratic. And, you know, anybody who is applauding these moves just under the fact that, oh, he has a right to do it. He's the governor. But the fact of the matter is, that person has to have uh, done something. They had to have done something egregiously wrong in office in order to be turned out of office. But, you know, is he going to turn that woman, Ziegler, down out of office at the school no. board who refused to step down? He could do that. He, he, and, you know, that's a factor that, that was mentioned as well. He should stand up and say something about that, but he's not. Right. He's no. not. So, yeah, so all of you that's in support of DeSantis and thinks he's doing so great, we're not even going to talk about how he wanted to fight with, you know, Mickey Mouse. We're just going <laughs> to admit that part right there. But, yeah, think about that. He has a right to, have, to, to make this woman step down. He, he does. He does. But is he standing up speaking out about it? He's not saying anything. No, because Do anybody he's a partisan. That? Exactly. Yeah. And he yeah. has not spoke out about that at all. When he knows he has the right to tell her, no, this is not acceptable. You need to go ahead and step down. He's not the governor of Florida. He's not acting like a governor. He's acting like a party leader who's just there to defend his party. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not a responsible person, you know. And the fact of the matter is this is going to get worse. You know, just as he's manipulated the courts, the courts have gone his way on redistricting. You know, everything he's doing right now, I absolutely hate. I think it's undemocratic. I think it's it's nothing more than dictatorship Ooh, and waiting. That's the word I was about to use. Yes, to me, that to me, that's what DeSantis is. He's a dictator, and he he wants to he wants to do it and stand up and be so bad. This and that. That's what he does. Yeah. He he's a bully. A bully. A that's bully, the word. You know, and no one no <laughs> one's seeing it. No one's saying anything, and it, it's okay. This man is not the governor for Florida. Everything he's doing to try to get into the office where the other redheaded one was, okay? And we do not need him there. Orange, right, orange. (laughs) We do not need him there. We do not. And you guys are not paying attention. So come on, Walter Smith. What's going on with you, sir? We got to go back to the board. We we, want to hear what you got to say about this. So keep keep the calls coming in. 813-239-9663. Want to thank you guys for participating with the Sunday Forum with the Fourth Estate on WMNF. We're just six minutes. And we're just First six minutes all, away from it. You know, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Walter. Good morning, Walter. How you feel? Uh, you sound kind of muffled, but how you feel? Grace of life. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, we've dismantled the entire uh, GOP. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I mean, you know. Um, are they going to double down? Are they going to double down? Yes, they are. You know this. They're going to try their best to double down. And do the same, you know, do the same things they've been doing. I I see an implosion. I see an implosion. We're going to talk about it when we come back. Um, there are a lot of things happening in the GOP right now that we that we need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I even see I even see 
an opening, and we're going to discuss this as well, uh, in the GOP for black folk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hmm, that's going to be enlightening. Everybody's everybody's shifting in the chairs now. Now listen, yes. now, hold on. I ain't selling that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just simply saying I see an opening for you out there who who claim to be you know who are Republicans and 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 because many of you uh, espouse the same the, the the concept and that is that now I'll just point it out that is that of the Frederick Douglass Republicans. Okay, Frederick Douglass Republicans are a group of or a subsection of Republicans that exist. They they are real. They're not they're not imaginary. They are real, and they are very active. Um, usually, you will find them in the Newport News, D.C. area, um, in in northern parts of the United States. Um, and what you will find is that they they do not espouse the same things as uh, their white counterparts. They don't. Not many people do. Exactly. Keep in <laughs> mind, keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind that they do not conform to things as their black counterparts do, who go in full GOP and dive in, right? Um, we're even seeing in some cases uh Situations. If you've been watching media recently, as uh, I watch both, I watch everything, yeah. right? And um, you will find people like uh, what is our friend's name? Um, the young lady, not Candace. Candace. Can what is Candace? Owens. Candace Owens. Candace yeah. Owens. Candace <laughs> Owens. Yeah, she's Candace special. Owens she's did special. something. Yeah, she's very special. Yeah. Um, but I, I had a. I had a. I disagree with her greatly. Greatly, yes, greatly. I do as well, yes. Um, but there were some issues that she that she mentioned that actually I agree with. Now, when and, and, and when I say that, I say this. I want you to go into her uh, podcast. I want you to watch the podcast. I want you to see the episodes where she has discussions with Mark Lamont Hill who is a friend of hers. I mean, mind you, just because they have political differences does not mean they cannot be friends, right? And I like that. I like that concept, right? Um, well, you should you should have a friend that you can have disagreements with. That That's exactly, what it's about. I mean, exactly. that's what the debate is about. But that's, 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 part of, that's part of why I liked the, the exchange that they had, first of all. Secondly, uh, I, I um, there are some progressive concepts that she that she mentioned that I agree with. Where I disagreed with her was on the nuances of those progressive concepts. Okay, before you go to the ones you disagree with, tell me, what, clarify what you agree with her okay. on first. All I right. need to know All that. Because right. me and you may have a disagreement in there. No, 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 no we don't. No. And y'all friends. It's just, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, you mentioned something this morning, uh, Ms. Annie, that, that actually I, you know, we don't disagree about. It. We agree with it, actually that she agrees with, and she admitted to the fact that she agrees with it. And it has to do with the issue of Roe versus Wade. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of Republican women have turned on the Republican Party over that issue, oh, which yeah. is why and they're they running scared. Exactly. They should. They it's should. Sister, they should. They should. Um, it is hypocritical. Yes. On the part of GOP. Um, she will not say that. Um, but what she did say and has said is that she agrees with the concept of life, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 I mean, like like we talk about pro-life, right? Right. And pro-choice. Right. Semantics, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 that's, that's how the, the conversation went, actually. It's a matter of semantics. So what I mean by that is, um, okay, when I, nobody likes abortion. 